welcome to the river. Today is day 12 of our 14-day prayer and fast. It's word and prophetic night. Get ready.
clapping hands to the Lord. Tonight I want you to be intentional what you give to the Lord like every other time but especially tonight. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I could search all eternity long I can search for all eternity long and find there is none like you there is none there is none like you da 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 that tonight is going to be another prophetic buffet. Some people will get a prophecy. That is why I said you should uh, be intentional in your giving because sometimes before you receive you have to learn to give. That is why I said be intentional. I say that now because you've already given. <laughs> Some people will get prophecy. Some others will give prophecy. And there will be some others who will receive the gift of prophecy. So you decide what you want tonight. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise what you want. Because what you want is what you get. You know, I've been praying for you. And I really felt that we had to contend for the prophetic grace 
because this is a prophetic house i submit to a prophetic house in what we don't really have the way we are supposed to have in north america is the prophetic grace in fact we have teachings that want to kill the prophetic grace i suffered under such oppression growing up i was called the little prophet i would have people travel from outside india to meet me to hear prophetic grace that flowed through my life but something happened when i came to canada i sense such attacks against the prophetic grace the gift giver doesn't care about my feelings because he didn't give the gift to me he gave the gift to the body of christ so i don't think i get to decide when to use them and not to use it it's his and i felt like the more i hid it the more i robbed your blessings so as a the last specifically 6 months have been contenting to god saying god i don't care about who is thrashing us on facebook i want our church to experience all of god i want you to experience financial breakthroughs and yet you'll we will not be a church that is money minded we will be god minded yeah. i want you to experience physical miracles yeah. and i also want you to experience a talking god yeah. a talking god and tonight so i want to take time to teach you a little on how even you can tap into that grace already in this house maybe sometimes with or without your knowledge you're already flowing under that grace and you just don't know it but after tonight you will after tonight it won't be a guess you will know that you are plugged into something now it is up to you how you will submit that gift to order order because i have seen how god will raise people up and god will begin to use them and as soon as they begin to be used they think that they are somebody and the spirit of rebellion will take over them and instead of being a blessing to the body they become a curse so don't let the spirit of pride jump into you when god uses you when god uses you open your eyes to see how that grace has come upon you open your eyes to be able to be led by the spirit and protect your heart and your mind 
the more god raises you up the more you need to keep your character in check what did i say i personally think one of the biggest areas that those who want to spiritually grow they have to be careful is the area of correction area of what correction because i find that people are okay until they are corrected people are okay until they are corrected through the word of god how many of you know the word of god is for correction how many of you know the bible talks about the word of god is for rebuke okay but this is what we don't like in north america or maybe around the world too but whether you are a true believer a true participant of god's grace and glory in a house will be seen by the amount of correction you are able to take into your spirit now it is difficult for many people to take correction because growing up they were quenched by correction because whoever corrected did so in comparison with their sibling whoever corrected them did so with a certain animosity and whoever corrected them did so maybe even with selfishness some people corrected you maybe out of anger some people corrected you out of favoritism so growing up we can get shot to the whole idea of correction and what correction means to us and then you get married and you have a husband who is correcting you and it reminds you of how your papa used to correct you in front of your sister <laughs> somebody said hey man i don't know why <laughs> but uh, and then all of a sudden when he's trying to help you you don't see it as a help you see it as an insult and you shut down and then you come to church you're very happy you are very excited you love serving jesus until you are corrected and then your spirit is killed again why because you've never been corrected the right way correction with love sometimes when you're corrected you don't see love you only hear correction but then you have to absorb observe the following response to the correction that is when you will see jesus because correction is not to eliminate you correction is to better you so you have to pray god i don't want to be a bastard child in the kingdom of god amen one more time i don't want to be a bastard child in the kingdom of god only because 
I'm uncomfortable with correction. And so I'll never be able to grow beyond that capacity because this is your limit. So sometimes as pastors, leaders, we look into somebody's spirit and we have to discern what is their capacity. We have to leave you at your capacity because any further than your vessel's capacity, if you pour into it, then the vessel breaks. So we can't force you to grow. We can't force you to be filled. We have to leave you at your capacity. But tonight I want you to pray, God, no matter how much you anoint me, please make sure that my heart is super flexible for correction. Yes, yes. A sign that your heart is super flexible for correction is that when you're corrected, you're not having a million thoughts attacking the correction. It is a sign of rest. We all need to grow and I've had to grow a lot, probably a lot more than all of you. I've had more flaws than probably most of you in this room. I've probably been one of the most broken vessels you would ever know. I've had to change the way I think, do, act, talk. But I told myself I will never be a victim. I will never be a what? I'm never going to blame my papa for it. I'm never going to blame my house for it. I'm never going to blame my culture, my community, my mother tongue. I said if the Lord is on my side, I can change. Yes. And the Holy Spirit has helped me to grow because of that. Because I have been open to learning. I am more hungry today to learn than any other years of my life. So if God brings you to a house like this, it is not just for opportunities. Because some people are always looking for opportunities. It could probably be for correction. Probably so that God can align you, correct you the way you think. And then, when you begin to become one with the wine, automatically the wine will produce fruits. Automatically. So many people want to produce fruits. So they are pressing to produce fruits. They want opportunities to produce fruits. But they have not worked on the area of becoming one with the wine. I'll never forget the, the first vision I received. Lord of umbrellas, Lord of umbrellas, Lord of umbrellas was given to me. Lord of umbrellas. There is a man that I was supposed to mentor he came to me, but he was offended that I didn't give him platform, so he stopped coming to me. But in the vision, I was seeing him and I was opening an umbrella and giving it to him. If you are sent by God to this house, to this ministry, to revive nations, 
I want to tell you this. God is giving me the grace to to open that umbrella for you. how much you walk under it and how far you want to walk under it we will leave it to you we will leave it to you and i have made peace with that i have made peace with it and you will never see us pursue you to stay be happy as long as you are happy you find a bigger umbrella feel free to leave our umbrella but i know one thing those that are faithful will be rewarded not just for them but for them and their house and their children and the children to come will be blessed so what i'm going to share tonight is opening a big umbrella big umbrella Holy Spirit told me a few amazing things about tonight. So I'm standing in a very a precision grace tonight. There'll be very certain people that will be watching this video that God is drawing you towards our ministry. Maybe you don't have a personal contact with us yet. It doesn't matter. but with this video a new journey is starting for you yes. i'm going to say that again there is grace that is already flowing through you we're going to just sharpen it tonight sharpen it right and after that maybe we can uh, get some of our sons to come up and we'll see how call it Yes. Through the prophetic grace. Amen. All right. Let's open our Bibles, please. Go to 1 John chapter 4. I want to talk in terms of understanding where this part of the world is with the prophetic and i want to help you govern some worries and anxieties and concerns about could this be a false prophet i've heard that name being thrown around so much that i find that it is senseless now it has become senseless the word false prophet has no meaning now because anybody that they don't like they'll say oh this is a false prophet then you become a false prophet because you also are unliked by somebody in this planet earth how many of you know 
that somebody currently right now on this planet earth dislikes you anybody that has everybody liking you ah no <laughs> so you can't just go around calling everybody a false prophet but what if a prophecy goes wrong do they then become a false prophet when a prophecy that is said does not come to pass there is multiple reasons for it number one it could not even be the fault of the prophet for example jonah he said a prophecy and god repented of that word of judgment that he gave through the prophet and the prophet got so depressed by it <laughs> that he went and lay down and said god just kill me please i i want to die because you told me i didn't want to come to this this church in the first place not church but you know <laughs> and you told me to prophesy this and i have heard your voice and i have come here and here i am after you sending me i went through a lot of trouble to get here i was 3 days in in the whale's stomach to get here after all that acid wash I get here just to know that after I give the prophecy now the prophecy won't come to pass. He said no 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 no. But God was like look they are repenting. So God changes his mind. So there are times when a prophecy doesn't come to pass because God changes his mind. God says I repent of what I have planned to do. Secondly sometimes a prophecy does not come to pass because the receiver of the prophetic is not ready is the receiver god promised so many things to so many people but because they did not agree with the covenant involved with the prophecy how many of you understand what i'm saying a prophecy has conditions involved in it if you do this i will do this if you follow my ways i will do this so when god says i'm going to bless you it does not mean that you walk away from god and god still blesses you so a prophecy comes with what condition number 3 prophecy even if you are a good person requires for you to push for that prophetic word to come to pass why because the moment a prophecy is given to you now it is not just god who knows that prophecy now even demons know about it how many of you know the devil is not a prophet he doesn't know what is going to happen in the future but he can he is a good reader he can read things he is probably the best psychologist on the planet because he's been with human beings for a long time so he's able to look at you and say oh she's going to be big and she's he's able to study your skills that god has given and 
able to foretell where this gift can be used and where he's able to collect the dots together which something that a believer should learn how to do yeah so what happens is that as soon as a prophecy is given the level of spiritual attacks over the prophecy is high so when a prophecy is given it it may not come to pass if you don't push for it to make it to happen now before you freak out on me there are some prophecies that are sovereign prophecies that don't need human intervention okay there are some other prophecies that requires a human participation what did i say the other one is for example a savior will be born who prophesied that isaiah prophesied a savior will be born that was sovereign well in terms of historic will of god uh, no matter what demons want to say it's going to happen then you see elijah who says it's going to rain he's saying it's going to rain yet he had to go up mount carmel and pray not once not twice not three times not four five tell me how many times did he pray can hear you seven times he in fact the way he prayed was he was travailing he put his head in between his legs it is a position of giving birth and he began to travail until the prophecy that he heard god say was manifested look at a neighbor and said push to bring it forth now most of the times when people want to say false prophet they go to the verse where is if i have spoken through a prophet and it does not come to pass i have not spoken through him have you heard of that yes mm, let me get that for you that verse before me Deuteronomy 18 verse 
18 onwards, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers and I will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. They say that this was a prophecy regarding Jesus. And whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require of it him. It of him. Verse 20. But the prophet who presumes presumption, assumption to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. Oof. So he's saying that I have not spoken to him but he speaks, he assumes presumes to speak in the name of the Lord. He's saying that that prophet shall die. Okay, verse 21. And if you say in your heart, how may we know the word that the Lord has not spoken? Verse 22. When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken, the, pro, the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. So he's saying that when I send a prophet and he speaks in your name, in my name, and it doesn't come to pass, he's saying you need not be afraid of him. What is this? This, this is what most people refer to and they say he's a false prophet because something he said did not come to pass. In that case, if you were to strictly take prophetic accuracy as a measuring standard to know if this is a false prophet or not, Many prophets have gotten it wrong in the Bible. Now you're like, what? Okay, calm down. Listen to me. You can go through scriptures and look for prophetic accuracies. And you will see there is a difference. Please, learn. Get understand before you start attacking and fighting, just hear and try to understand. <laughs> you know, you know, even even Prophet Samuel, there was a declaration on Prophet Samuel that saying that none of his words fell to the ground. Do you remember that? But do you know even he got it wrong? You're all staring at me saying, really? Yeah. I'll show you. Go to First Samuel. Chapter 16. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve over Saul since I've rejected him king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil. Go, I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided for myself a king among him. Okay. Go to verse 6. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, Surely 
the lord's anointed is before him what did he do he presumed assumption <laughs> so we are supposed to kill him now okay then god had to <laughs> god had to stop him before he anoints the wrong guy verse 7 but the lord said to samuel do not look on his appearance or the height or his stature because i have rejected him okay verse 8 then jesse called abinadab and made him pass before samuel and he said neither has the lord chosen this one then he had to choose a third one he said oh sorry guys this is also not the guy then verse 10 says he made seven sons pass by him can you imagine the trauma now samuel is going right now panic I, you haven't sat on a hot button until you try to prophesy to somebody and they're like is it a boy child or girl child there's only 50% chance <laughs> you, you better get it right come on now and then you're like it's a boy child i'm not saying that this child is the boy child but maybe this child is the boy child or maybe the child that is coming after that is the boy or maybe the one that is coming after that hot seed of prophecy i'm telling you he got it seven times god had to say no 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 not this not this guy not this guy because he's standing there ready with oil saying okay lord this one no 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 not this one. sorry next oh not this one oh okay seven times he presumes because he says this guy is tall good look six feet yeah no, no, no. we won't go that. we won't go that way we won't go that way presumption does it make him a false prophet and yet he's saying so that is why i say many christians don't take teachings in context they don't take teachings in context they will hold one verse and then they will start becoming one arrogant self righteous christian and now they and their house is the only correct people everybody else is wrong i my goodness they will grow nowhere spiritually because of the pride in their heart they are already working with satan so i'm just showing you some will got it wrong so what is deuteronomy referring to deuteronomy is referring to some guys that will come to deceive you deception is in their heart but every other prophet in the bible they are all trying to decode what god is saying so they can get it wrong in the first time but they are not intentionally there to deceive you they are not there to steal something from you they are not there to yeah they are there sincerely because they have seen something but they're learning how to interpret it for you it might look like a wrong assumption and you want to stone them and you've already ready to call them false prophet and all that if you if you study many prophets in the bible if if you look at elijah he goes to god he says god i am the only prophet that is left 
God was like, wrong. The prophetic is not working now, my son. He got it 7,000 times wrong. Because he said, you missed 7,000 prophets and you thought you're the only guy left. You presumed. You assumed that you're the only one left. Do we stone him? Isaiah, major prophet. He said, unto us, a savior is born. Bro. Is born or going to be born? Are you assuming that he is born? So we stone him, right? You don't like this teaching now. I'm trying to help you see big picture. Don't be a narrow Christian. By his stripes, we are healed. He's prophesying, we are healed. Why? Because in time, he was already there. So as a prophet, he's standing 2,000 years in, in ahead of his time and he's standing there at the vision and he's telling what he sees. He's seeing the healing that was flowing through Jesus and he says, by his stripes we are here. He's correct. He's correct. But Jesus was not even born. Is that an assumption? How many of you understanding what I'm saying? So as a prophet, you have to understand how to decode God's language. And just because you, when you decode, you get it wrong, doesn't make you a false prophet. Don't be quick to judge that somebody is a false prophet. But you know what's the danger? This is the bigger danger. That if this man is really from God, if this man was called to be a prophet from the mother's womb, and you judge him as a false prophet, you quench the spirit of God inside him. Hey, that's the sin that is not forgivable. Do you hear me, church? A sin against the Holy Spirit is not forgiven. Every, Jesus himself said, every other sin is forgiven. But your, your presumption of his presumption is not forgiven. Because now you are functioning in the spirit of Antichrist. That is the Antichrist spirit that fights the prophetic and fights the prophets. And one of the first things that the enemy wants to do to quench the prophetic moment is to try to find faults in the prophet and to threaten him and to destroy the gift because the enemy knows if this gift is taught and mentored and grown, this gift is going to bless the kingdom of God. So the enemy will do everything to kill the prophetic in the seed So most prophetic, when you see they are going wrong, it's really not wrong. It's, it's just they need a mentor to help them to grow in the way they are supposed to grow. So I thank God for matured prophets that God has given in the body of Christ. Amen. When many prophets bring bad name to the Lord, they still carry the gift some people abuse the gift but they still 
carrying the gift because the bible says the spirit of prophet is subjected to the prophet meaning he he can use a gift even to abuse it manipulate it use it for his own selfish gain but still the gift is from god because a god who gives a gift once is given it's irrevocable what a good god we serve is this helping you understand better so tonight i, I want to i'm trying to be careful that i i don't go too far with this because we don't have time the way god speaks okay let me give you this before we 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 can just to bring peace into your heart okay can i give you some more verses let's read first john chapter 4 verse 1 to verse 3 beloved do not believe every spirit but test the hmm, to see whether they are from god for many false prophets have gone out into the world he saying test to see if they are from god so many people will hold on to this verse and say we are going to test and see if this guy is a false prophet and he prophesied something it didn't happen okay now let's all take our guns and shoot and kill him let's the kind of generation we live in but they have ignored all the points that i gave you in the beginning why certain prophecies don't come to pass do you remember those points that i gave you talk to me hey if you go any more quiet then i'll think that is boring and i'll stop Okay okay just making sure you're awake So according to this verse it's saying test the spirits that means you have to spirit you have to test all the spirits good and bad you have to test it you have to test it But how do we test it How do we test it Who is it that is testing it And how is it that we test it Who and how You see if uh, if a scientist writes a paper not everybody can correct that paper <laughs> There are people that are qualified to correct it So now you're going to test if a man is in the spirit but you don't even speak in tongues just because you know 50 memory verses by heart doesn't make you any better than lucifer because he knows more bible verses we are i'm telling you a very arrogant generation we are so quick to judge what we don't understand the number of times i see people judge things that they don't understand they don't even ask they read some google article and now they think they know everything 
this Google article was written by a guy who doesn't even believe in tongues. He was sitting in a pub getting drunk and typed this article about God. And that's the article you're quoting from. Okay, okay. Who can test? Somebody who understands the spirit. You are not understanding your own spirit. You haven't figured out who you are. You're still acting like a kid in your marriage. Your wife doesn't know who you are. <laughs> okay, I should stop now. <laughs> you first figure out you and then you come to judge if the prophet is correct. I don't mean to say it to... to, to <laughs> but it's a fact the number of times I have seen people that have no exposure to the things of the spirit that is looking at people and saying, no, 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 this is devil, this is God. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Because you saw some geographic documentary on TV and they did this, he also did this. You know, I've seen all that comparisons. You know, I saw his, his finger was bent in certain shape, that is Illuminati, his other finger was shaped in this way. <laughs> like maybe if we take a photo of you 24 by 7, you will find some weird shape that you will make in at least once a day at least. Come on now, am I right or not? So don't, don't jump to say you understand how to discern the spirits just by logical thinking. Logical thinking. Hold back. Hold back. I'll help you. I'll help you. But hold back first. First learn to hold back. And the Lord will help us. Look, you even need... Okay, before I go to that, verse 2. Go to verse 2. By this you know. By what? By this. Not at the level of how many times he, he understands what God is speaking. Because I showed you examples of how some of the major prophets in the Bible said statements that could have looked like it was wrong or that they were not sent by God because they presumed something. Am I right? So then how do you test? Verse 2, by this you know the Spirit of God. How do you know? How do you test a spirit? How do you know if this spirit is of the spirit of God? By this. By what? By this. Go on. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from? So, which is the spirit of Antichrist? Verse 3. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God, this is the spirit of Antichrist. This is a false prophet. A false prophet is somebody who acts like they're taking you to Jesus, but they're not really taking you to Jesus. They're taking you to Antichrist. They're taking you to Satan. They're taking you to the kingdom of hell. Oh yeah, 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 but, but what about that prophet who said, give me twenty dollars and I will prophesy. He is a, somebody that believes in making money out of his gift. He will stand before 
the judgment throne and he will answer to god even then even then the fact that he is abusing his gift who are you to judge him what does the bible say whether he stands or fall is up to his master so quietly now i see all the religious spirits getting irritated no let us judge let just let us be the ones that's in the bible guys that's in the bible look at that romans 14 go to verse 4 who are you to pass judgment on the servant of an another it is before his own master that he stands or falls and he will be upheld for the lord is able to make him stand so just because you don't like the way they do it don't pass judgment so you don't need to sit and judge and start passing condemnation and then the holy spirit will look at you and say bro you're be- any better shall i pull up your sins we have to be very careful with the things of the spirit less i don't want our church to quench the holy spirit amen and in the name of truth we can beat up those what does the bible say now now that we started this let us finish it let us i don't want to looking at the verse where apostle paul i think is saying even if he is doing this to make profit let him do it because a soul is being saved have you read that anybody where is that is it corinthians you need to read more of these episodes these are amazing anybody found it brother arthur you're slow today that's not the one that's not the one is is okay philippians 115 there you go there you go very good job Philippians 1:15 Some indeed preach Christ from envy. Hey, some people are starting churches because of jealousy. They start their ministry out of jealousy. And some others start ministry out of competition. But others from goodwill. Gone. The latter do it out of love. knowing that i am put here for the defense of the gospel the former proclaim christ out of selfish ambition not sincerely but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment what then 
only that in every way whether in pretense or in truth Christ is proclaimed and in that I rejoice <laughs> so stop sitting and being this judgmental christian because the more you're judging the more you're licking the grace of god that was supposed to come to your life because this is exactly what the enemy wants the enemy wants us to fight each other he wants us to forget building the kingdom of god so some people they get committed to the tearing down ministry international global that's their mission vision and life so he's saying some people do it out of competition some people do it out of jealousy some people do it out of selfish ambition so you may find some prophet that is prophesying and if you ask this prophet he'll tell you i went 40 days i sat on a mountain i cried i prayed i rolled i i, I said i won't drink water I, i'm going to die if i don't get finally god is like okay my son here here's a gift take it now he's got the gift what is he going to do he's going to serve the lord out of selfish ambition he's now going to take that gift and he's going to say okay i'm going to use it for my own profit i don't care about the kingdom anymore and it is talking about that guy is saying that see this guy is doing it verse 18 please is saying he's doing it whether pretense or in truth christ is proclaimed this guy is doing it for selfish ambition get me that word where does it say selfish ah there it goes former proclaim christ out of selfish ambition not sincerely that means there are some people that will have the gift out of selfish ambition and not sincerity yeah still love them still pray for them still let them live don't think that you're better than them thank you whoever said amen is really listening so you have to protect the grace of god on the prophetic ministry so that the prophetic ministry can flow the way it is supposed to flow even though it is abused around the world let us pursue the pure prophetic grace and let it multiply over you so right now i'm thinking should i continue teaching or should i get into the prophetic teach or prophesy you decide teach or prophesy you can't do both now do you want me to teach or do you want me to stop teaching and prophesy tomorrow is saturday you're not working right habakkuk chapter 2 please habakkuk chapter 2 holy spirit lead me was 1 2 and 3 I will take my stand 
at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. So, Prophet Habakkuk is teaching us right now on how he does the prophetic. What I'm teaching you is baby, baby stuff but we're taking baby steps. But uh, in time, God will lead us deeper into this. Yeah, let's be faithful for the little that we have, okay? So he's saying, I will stand at my watch post. I won't, I won't go too much into it. Just I want to, you to see one thing, one thing in this. It says that I will look out to see what he will say. So how does God speak? You see to hear what he will say. Very few people on this planet hear God speaking in full sentences. Moses is one among them. Let me, let me take you there. This will help you. Go to, uh, go to Numbers. Helping anybody? Yes. I told you after tonight something is going to start, eh? Those who are already seeing will enter into a new level of grace. Those who have not able to will begin to see things from tonight. And remember whatever God does to submit it under the grace of God and not run in pride. I need to keep saying this because I see how dangerous this gift is. Number is 12. Numbers 12, verse 6, he says, this is God speaking and he said, hear my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, now God is saying how he deals with the prophets. I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. Not so with my servant Moses. Oh, God loves Moses. He's saying he's faithful in all my house. With him, I speak mouth to mouth. Clearly. And not in riddles. And he beholds the form of the Lord. Did you hear that? Beholds. He's saying that he sees the form form of God. There are there are not too many prophets that in the Bible can claim this same thing. Very rare. Very rare. Everybody else their level of how much they see vision is depending on light, clear, clearer, extremely clear, extremely explicit visions. But he's saying, but what with Moses, 
I don't do that. I just talk to him like how a man speaks to a friend. That was a whole different level altogether. But if you study the major prophets in the Bible, they didn't hear God the way Moses heard. God would come to them. And for example, he would come to Jeremiah and he say, go down to the potter's house and there I will show you a work. So Jeremiah had to actually leave this place and go to a certain environment and observe. And then God would use that as a parable to speak to him. Another time he said, God speak to Ezekiel and says, Ezekiel, what do you see? He says, Lord, I see this. He said, okay, now what do you see? I see this. Okay, what do you see now? He said, observe this. Watch this. Look at that. Look at, God would show them things and then they would learn to decode that. That's exactly what he's saying. He's saying that this is how God speaks. He speaks through dreams and through visions. Let me give you one more verse that will help you. Hosea, please. Hosea chapter 12. Hosea chapter 12 verse 10. I spoke to the prophets. Go on. It was I who multiplied visions. Go on. Oof. Oof. So how is it God speaks? Okay. Now let's get back to Habakkuk. I'm going to bring it into a full circle for you. I'm telling you after tonight, if you've been paying real deep attention, God is unlocking you tonight as you hear. Now, now that you know how God shows and speaks, shows and speaks, read it verse 1 again. I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower. And did you hear that? So you have to see and learn to decode what God is saying. Sometimes it is not just what you see when you close your eyes. It is things that you see even in your house. If you're seeing, okay, something broke and then same day something else breaks and then third day, the same evening, you're just about to eat something and it falls on the floor. And many Christians will go on saying, ah, oh, today my hand is very, you know, greasy, fumbling. They miss what God is trying to show them. 
God could have sent angels and protected you. He said, no, no, no. I want them to see in small measurements. I want them to see what the enemy is wanting to do in big measurements. So instead of you breaking your leg, God is allowing your spoon to fall. So that you can see and hear what the Lord is saying. You are so quiet. I don't know if I should stop by now. Is this helping anybody? Look at your neighbor and say, pay close attention. What God is speaking. I like what my my father once said. He said, "Um, I hear God even through my toes. So when a toe twitches, he's already decoding what God is speaking. Some of us, the toe is twitching, nose is twitching, hair is falling and we still have no clue. Because we have not been in the church and taught this, that the gifts of God still exist. That even some of the major prophets, the way they prophesied was by seeing and learning to interpret. And sometimes they get the interpretation wrong and you're already crucifying them. I was uh, talking to somebody just before coming to today's service and uh, I gave him a prophecy a few weeks. I don't know if you remember, I gave a prophecy to Kevin. Do you remember the prophecy I gave him? Do you remember what I told? Yeah. Do you remember I said about a USB being plugged in and something being taken from that USB and getting him into trouble. So, as I was coming, he was telling me about that. I saw two visions. First vision I saw when I was sitting in the office. And the first vision was there were two, three people climbing up a mountain and one person loses grip and following that two, three people, I don't remember exact clarity of what I said, were losing grip and they were all in danger but I still saw them hanging. So, They're not falling them to death, but I saw that happen. So I decided to call him and tell him about that. As I was saying that, so now the first vision I got one hour ago when I was sitting in my office. Now I'm talking to him in the service and as I'm talking to him, I'm seeing a second vision of a man taking a USB, plugging it into a computer, taking some stuff. So here's what my mind is thinking as a somebody who's trying to understand how to interpret. I'm thinking maybe these both are connected. Right? So I'm thinking first one is definitely some a teamwork. So teamwork is office. So I'm interpreting it as somebody in the office. One person loses a grip. Three people are suffering for that. Okay? And while I'm prophesying that, I'm seeing another vision of a USB, somebody putting it, taking some stuff. So I'm thinking, maybe it is connected. But it wasn't connected. First vision was regarding his office. Second vision was something that happened one week later. Was it one week later? Where is it, Kevin? One week later? In fact, I told you to pray this week. Do you remember? In, in the bank, that his, he has an account 
with. We won't mention the name of the bank. There was a, you said an employee, right? A disgruntled employee that was upset with the bank decided to take his information and sell it. And you're saying the police caught it? Was it the bank who caught it? The police caught him and the bank fired the employee. And it was in the newspaper, show that the paper you brought with you. He said, I've come to show you the paper of the information saying, listen, your, your personal information was compromised, but don't worry, you will not lose any money because we are going to take care of it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So we got to pray, God, give us the grace to see and give us the grace to decode what you are saying. Both are two different. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. I'm going to stop with this. I'm going to stop with this. I have like 20 verses written down here, but, but I want to see some of my sons prophesying today. Yeah. I put it on them now because uh, daddy is working now. He needs to rest. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 8 verse 1. Who is as the wise man and who knows the interpretation of a thing. A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine and the boldness of his face shall be changed. So there is a grace to see and there is an entirely another grace that God gives to interpret. So tonight I pray that that grace will come to you. Because once you are able to interpret it, the next line says, your face will shine. So today, you remember the prophecy we got yesterday about a round thing coming into the hands. And they were four months pregnant. Why? Because that is how God speaks through parables, through visions and God will also speak through words and we pray and contend for that grace as well. And the next, the boldness of his face shall be changed. Boldness. I'm sure that when Kevin heard this news, he was laughing because he was saying, this guy would have gotten away with it but last week my prophet prophesied something. The boldness of your face will change as long as you are in a prophetic house. You know even the worst things that is happening to you. One Sunday, a prophetic word can shift your life. Today, while coming in, somebody stopped me and said, Pastor, I got a raise, $24,000 raise. Today, today's testimony. So, I, I, I think so far 
if i if i have counted it right in the last two weeks alone god has released over 180000 dollars into this house for the people of god prophetically things that were stuck has been unlocked today somebody came and they brought a new car beautiful car exciting exciting we celebrate with you last night we were just leaving just as i was somebody was leaving they're coming and telling me that they got this blessing and this god is blessing as they were leaving i very clearly heard the holy spirit say tell her one more blessing is coming and it's going to come very soon and in my head i'm thinking god she got a job she got a car she got that now what is one more blessing that could come 24 hours didn't finish they came back saying pastor that prophecy came to pass one more blessing i won't tell you what it is See, tomorrow is testimony time so listen if god has been good to you even the smallest way tomorrow bring your testimony you know don't just bring a testimony bring a thanksgiving offering tomorrow bring gratitude always breaks the yoke of the enemy very very important never come empty handed before the lord because you know our god is a prayer answering god can i hear an amen amen so we are going to hear the lord hear the lord hear the lord thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit can we just prepare our hearts my my dear what nationality are you yes oh burundi did i say that right burundi burundi we have a word from the lord for you yeah. I began to see a black hammer and I and I began to see that the Lord was showing me this that throughout your life till this point there has been places and times that you have tried to build and bring your life together but there has been this hammer that has come and at points broken those things for you 
is this making sense but today as you went into you took baptism right today as you went into the baptism tank and when you went into the waters and when you came out i began to see that a mighty hand has taken this hammer away from you what it also means is the oppression that came along with it which reflected in your body is also being taken away from you i want you to just open your hands father in the name of jesus we just thank you for this anointing that's flowing i saw a bed bug a bed bug and the holy spirit showed me this bed bug is something that sucks the blood and i saw it dead and i saw it upside down and i hear the holy spirit says the lord is going to release a mighty miracle testimony for you yeah. 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 in fact right now the power of god is flowing through your whole body i saw a vision of a, a fence that was blocking you but what is unique about this fence is the fence is very small it's probably so much but the mind was telling that this fence is there this fence i can't cross this i can't cross this so my dear the lord is giving you certain breakthroughs but your mind has a way to trick you to say no 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 this has been there for so long this is my problem this is my issue but i hear the holy spirit saying in fact in fact this fence god is not even going to break it for you he is just telling you after tonight just climb over hallelujah do you know when the prophetic grace comes god will choose one person that represents many people and i was amazed as 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 prophet was saying that i saw this and i'm like god do we pray for this fence to break do we pray that we what do how do we smash it and the lord is like no you just climb over yeah. <laughs> this week some of you are climbing over in the name of jesus another thing the holy spirit is telling me to tell you he's preparing a house for you <laughs> I don't mean physical house but he is going to help you settle down. He is your father. Yeah. He is your father. He is not going to leave you as an orphan. If God brought you into this house this grace is going to take you complete the journey. My father was prophesying over you. when he said the power of god came on you i want you to be sensitive in the spirit right now as we are saying this because as he was speaking about that bug i saw the power of god not only flow through your body but actually flow through your stomach and it's actually flowing right now and we just want you to receive it and i come against every spirits of darkness that has take it take it pursued you for a long time okay sabra sabra I'm saying goodbye to the serpents. Faith. Katatabama my dear that that attacks in the night is going to stop. Peace is coming to you. 
Can you feel what is happening in your body? Feels like some energy running. You feel an energy running. That's the energy of the Holy Spirit. Come on. It's happening. And in fact, again you you said about stomach. It's moving right now. Dad. Yes, I was seeing I was seeing snakes that were moving that was tying you down. Every witchcraft whoever did witchcraft against you they should have picked another person because they didn't know you belong to this house. Natara kasi. The Lord says you shall blossom. Blossom. I'm seeing February. February. Month of February. I see a yellow flower. God is before February is over. The Holy Spirit is going to cause some things to shine in your life. So it's a season. Right. Hallelujah. Lord, I release the light of God all over her body in the name of Jesus. From tonight, sleep free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Free. Free. Let there be light in Jesus' name. Let her go. Be here. Somebody agree with me. Reta kabaya. Reta baya. Be here. Be restored in your heart, in your emotions. Be here. God completes you. Tonight, let her be there as long as she wants. The power of God is flowing through her. Renta mana maya. Mebrata bata kasata rabara rabara. Mandebra kasinta ramana hasente kato. You shall never come back to her. In the mighty name of Jesus. She can confirm this actually. I saw inside of her stomach something which twisted was actually loosed. And uh, when she wakes up in the mornings, she used to get shivers and she could not pull herself out of her bed. Okay. That's the symptom. You we can ask her. I I saw this in the vision so. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. She's confirming that. Let's thank Jesus thank in this Lord house. Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. You are free. Thank you Lord. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. Bye tomorrow night. Whoever has been doing witchcraft against you. Yes. Let them feel the fire from this river. The Holy Spirit fire, let it destroy every altars that have been building against you. Let the altars that you've been building in this house work for you in the mighty name of Jesus. My 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 young friend, come, 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 come. Where is his mama? Where is his mama? Where is his sister? Come. You know, if you if you pursue football, football, you will be very good at it. You know that, eh? Do you like soccer? Does he like soccer? Oh, did you know that he went for competition in Portugal? Oh. That being said, now now I'm looking. He's dressed as a footballer. Uh,
but there's also another reason why i told you that remember my statement i said if you pursue that you will become very good at it and there's a reason why you'll become very good at it because god has called you and the grace of his calling is upon his life and this is the danger when god anoints somebody and if they see a, a football and they like lord i like the football they'll become good at it because the anointing is on their life whatever they pursue they'll start excelling in that if you do graphic you will be a good graphic artist if you do film you will be a good film director you whatever you do because the grace of god is there in that area you begin to excel and that's why i even started saying it that if you're not careful okay i'm not against football okay you guys do what you want but if you're not careful i see the enemy wants to take you away in that direction and uh, to don't want to quench his dreams but i still have to say what i see so that's why i said you will be good at it in other words wherever you are now you will begin to excel in that place to the point where the enemy will try to take you away even from the lord the things of god so what you can do is tell jesus lord i know playing football is not a sin but i want you to help me to do this without me losing my focus on you and if it comes to a place where i have to choose between jesus and football give me the grace to choose jesus now before i pass on to pascalo i'm going to say something to him which may not be which may not make full sense to him but you you will understand what i'm saying take one step closer recomone kezike i hear the holy spirit saying god is going to raise him up to break the altars of his father Do you know the story of Gideon in the Bible? Do you know who Gideon is in the Bible? So God appears to this man and he says, "I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you for the deliverance of Israel. But before I can use you for the deliverance of Israel, there are some altars of your father that needs to be broken." And he said, "Once I do that, once the deliverance happen inside your house, you break that altars that the enemy has built for a long time. Then I will begin to use you for Israel." And that's why I said, "He may not understand it; you will understand it." Because the Holy Spirit is telling me to tell you. I don't know your story, but I hear the Lord say, "You have to guard His destiny." If you see me standing here, it is because my mother. guarded my destiny it is a fact my mother was such a god fearing woman she said i don't care you are not going to a school picnic till 10th grade i've never been to one school picnic because she said the anointing on you is too precious i know what happens when kids go to picnics thank god thank god thank god No. Now I'm not saying don't send them to picnic. I'm just 
I'm just telling you, do everything to guard the anointing. Because sometimes God will release a certain anointing in your house that will give you breakthroughs. But the enemy can, can because of our lack of understanding, you know, we lose that gift. You know, instead of him being a Samuel in the house, he can be a Maldonado or something like that in the world. But that choice is yours. The way you will guide him. Pastor Steve was praying for you before you go, went into the water. I, I saw a beautiful sight. I saw, I saw you as an older young man. But what I saw you wearing, I saw you wearing a sharp suit. And I said, Ooh, you're looking sharp. The thing is, it wasn't like you now. It was as you're older, right? A young adult. It was a beautiful blue tie. Specifically, I saw a blue tie. I don't know if blue is your favorite color or something. Beautiful it is, okay. And, uh, and, and sharp looking suit, really looking good. And I said to the Lord, Lord, what is this? And the Lord is putting an anointing on Joshua. Like my spiritual father said, that whatever he chooses to do, that he will be successful in. There's an anointing. So I asked the Lord, and, and what I saw was that he will become a businessman. But in a way that he will merge the faith and business together. You have to understand, this is, this is something that is rare. Because a lot of people climb on each other or climb up you know it's a doggy dog world as they say right in business you got to climb up the corporate ladder you got to step on some people but he's going to do something that is rare he's going to keep his values keep his morals keep his faith and be success successful what that will do that will come on give god a praise come on what that will do was it's going to open up doors for others who are aspiring to be going into business for the kingdom business for the kingdom this is going to be churches that are going to need financial help your son is going to be sent to those churches to raise up the finances of those churches what i also heard I heard the, voice, the, the, the verse, I heard, I'm sending you out among wolves. But there's instructions with that. Be as shrewd as a serpent and gentle as a dove. Be wise. Be wise. So when I looked into that verse, I saw how a snake is shrewd, how he's wise. He sticks out his tongue to smell the environment, the atmosphere, to sense where he needs to go next. Okay? So, a snake does not just go anywhere he wants. He has to sense the atmosphere, where there's danger, where there's safety, and he goes in that direction. So, he needs to sharpen his skills. He needs to sharpen his his senses, his spiritual senses, so that he can determine, so that he, 
he can he can um, he can know that this is going to be a bad decision this is going to be a good decision so that he can forsake one and go for the other this is going to help him it's almost like he's going to have a, a, a sense of what will take off you know in business when you have a niche when you're the first one to do something when you're the, you got that the idea first that's what I see your son doing because he's gonna like almost smell it in the air that something is gonna happen with it where people will let it go come on where people will let it go he's gonna pick it up don't forget tonight's teaching every prophetic comes with conditions thank you Lord let something start tonight this is precious doesn't understand the value of what was just released. It's priceless. 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 The prophetic grace is released, so you be put your ears up and tell me what you hear, okay? Dad, as I was praying, um, the Lord showed me Karen. Khalil. And Karen, as I was praying, I was I was seeing you inside of a house. There's like four posts and a cover over it. And on your, strapped on your shoulder is, is a long bow, like a bow and arrow. It's about three quarters your height and it's over your shoulder. And I see it's gold. And with it, you have a pouch on your back with all the arrows inside. And these aren't your typical arrows that you would imagine, you know, made out of wood or whatever, bamboo or however they make arrows. There are types of arrows that went, they're long range. Not from short range, but from long range, you're able to hit your target. And I see you take, your, you have your bow and you have your arrow and you're, you're wanting to step out to go and practice, to go and shoot. And every time you take a step forward, someone builds a brick wall in front of you. It's like you're blocked from moving forward. So you turn over here and you try and make another direction. Let me go this way to try and go out and try and practice. And there's another wall that's built. And I see you caged in and you're looking at the wall and you're frustrated. You're trying to figure out how can I get out of the house. Does it make sense to you so far? Yeah. Okay. And so you're trying to figure out how to get out and you push up against the wall and the wall's not moving. You push up against the other wall and the wall's not moving. And I see that you look up and you realize that there's always been an open heaven. And as you look up, you realize as much as you were looking at the wall in the physical, there was something physical that was preventing you from moving forward into where you wanted to go. You realize that there was something in the spiritual that was able to help you get over what was blocking you. This open heaven, I see you look up to it. And just by you looking up to it, instead of looking at the wall in front of you, I see something come down and it grabs you and it lifts you up and it catapults you forward. And I was asking the Lord, what are you trying to say? And he was saying, many times 
it's easy to see blockages in life as something physical. Sometimes it's a habit. Sometimes it's a person. It could be anything. But if you can take your eyes off of what is physical in front of you and see what is happening spiritually, the reason why a wall is being erected in front of you is because the enemy can see what you're carrying. There's a certain equipment that's been given to you by God. There's a power that has been given to you. And the enemy knows that if you can get outside on the other side of this brick wall, it's just a matter of time with you practicing that he's going to be destroyed from long distances. From a range where he can't see you approaching, you're going to be able to do damage. That's what I was seeing for. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Mama, Karen's mama come. You know, when she was given to you, it was our opening in the realm of the spirit. She's a woman. This was a gift from God. I know, I know everybody is a gift from God, but, but this opened up something for you. And what I was seeing in the realm of the spirit was there was an angel of God that there was a contending for her birth. There was a contending for her birth. And very importantly, this had to be a daughter. A daughter. Yeah, it, had, it wasn't, it couldn't have been a son because I see contention. And the Holy Spirit, I see Holy Spirit standing and said, this will be a daughter. This will be a daughter because there was a demand. I, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Okay. See, you don't know, but they know. <laughs> so you ask, okay. Wow. Yes. Wow. She didn't want to have children. And then God healed her. And then she said, God, I want a girl. Come on, celebrate. And, and, and for that to happen there was a specific angel of the Lord that was sent to Middle East and that angel that released a grace but when she was released there was also the grace released for sons to follow her footstep so what you don't know is that you are a Miriam that was supposed to protect the Moses and the enemy doesn't want you to see that. The enemy doesn't want you to realize. And so sometimes even, even the enemy wants to isolate you within your house. That is the vision he was saying. Okay? Nobody else understands it. You understand it. He may understand it. But the listener and God understands it the most. And the Holy Spirit is saying that you are not isolated within your house. You are not alone. That lying spirit, today we are destroying that in the name of Jesus. The Lord will use her to build bridges. Yes, your sons will bring great joy. But this one, she's a bridge. She was a bridge from your past to the grace that God was going to release through your sons. So if, if, if she is not in between, the story is incomplete. So the glory is incomplete. So, 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 so my dear, the call of God is beckoning you. That angel that was sent for that gift to come to you is still around her. So in, in other words, when you, when she is with you, you are also 
having the privilege of still having the touch of that angel that was still specifically sent for her birth is still around here rande kamasi andara so i am going to as i am speaking god is even bringing healing into your heart and the holy spirit is saying that i am bringing restoration into your spirit ratha kamasi gata i hear the lord say to tell you that there is no loss in the kingdom there is no loss no loss no loss there is no loss in the kingdom in the kingdom yes everything that happens in your life it works for your good there is no spillage there is no wastage and i hear the holy spirit to tell me to tell you there is no wastage of creativity and there is no wastage of time and god is going to stitch everything and he is going to make it come together so beautifully and let it start this week in jesus mighty name agree with me and shout an amen that as i was uh, you know following your track um as we are flowing in this river in fact i began to look at the camera and uh, actually it's you you can be on camera and still get your prophetic word it's it's i'm hearing i'm hearing things that in two dimensions at this point i'm i'm hearing this that this while you're holding the camera there is a lady watching us and your name is babita you're watching us right now and you're waiting for your marriage and um, you are i'm sensing this in my spirit you are you are in say i'm from india so i know certain states so i sense in my spirit you are in you are in um, um the southern state but you're not from the southern state you're kind of traveling around but the word is that you are receiving a breakthrough from this river in this season last Come night on. you said the 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 siege is broken over my life and Harab i will not sakata. eat the crumbs but i will eat in the king's premises so that word is for you and as you were claiming this and i you were holding the camera and um, i began to see that you i don't know your name but you began to say that it's like you were going sideways you were you were going sideways but now you're standing in the middle and it's as if like you said instead of going the breadth to left and to right i will stand in one place you're making a new decision to stand in one place and um, and what i began to see is you were operating through a lens which was like it it's it's like a it's like a you are operating through a camera but this this lens that you're operating was as of like this flag it was red color but tonight the spirit of god is saying i'm taking off that red lens because you said you said i think it's as almost like a week and a half before it's i don't know i'm you need to confirm this like a week and a half before you said god I I don't want to be tuned in a certain way. I don't want to look at things in a certain way, but I want to look at things in a plain clear perspective. You said this. And uh, and as you were saying that today tonight as my spiritual father was teaching in this house and he began to say the visions and how you received to decode i saw I, i'm seeing this in the spirit that this red lens was taken off from your life and that is the that is the point of time where you said it's no more left or it's no more right it is here in this house 
and you made you you sensed in my in your heart and you said i will be standing here and now god you give me a plain lens to see i don't want to mirror a perspective which is of yesterday or or of ways of the old i want to flow in the river now that's exactly what he said and so this is what is happening right now even as you watched babita you're receiving that and this is right now yours you are saying this lens that god is giving you it's a fresh vision it's a clear understanding of where your life is about to go and it's no more left or right it's here and i don't know what this decoded to you i can confirm that because she was in another ministry school in the us but she came back here and she said i want the grace of this river what when i have speaks back she made it what when i have speaks back she made something in her heart came back in may so he's saying that the prayers that you made one and a half weeks back is what the lord is rewarding right now so i know the conflicts that she has had and you don't know her you don't know her in person and uh, so this is a confirmation let's celebrate the lord right now that in fact in fact as she was sitting through the service you know as she was holding that camera what i saw was this very prophetic like there was this red lens which was pulled off and there was a clear plain lens to see the perspective of god as it is no adulteration you know it's like clear it's not through a red lens i believe that grace is being released over her even as that as you lord as she has contended as she has contended as she has desired you are the rewarder of the desires of your people let it let it be so I have uh, one for Raquel. Raquel. Um I also have um a word for the church. So while I was praying for you, we were praying for you. I heard specifically there is an oil that is being released into this house. And There are some that are going to catch it tonight. There's some that are going to catch it tonight. And I want to release that oil to somebody yes. that is believing with us online. Agree with me and shout an amen. Amen. The Lord is saying, "Come to me and I will fill you to the measure of your faith." As I was praying, I saw your name and God seen your troubles and God seen your sacrifice. And I heard that now that your husband has been baptized, watch and see what I'm going to do. So your son is standing in proxy in proximity proximity for your husband. I just saw that as he walked right there. I just saw your husband there. Okay? that's 
in the spirit. That's what I'm seeing. So praise God. So this is what I'm seeing. I, I heard the Lord say, watch and see what I'm going to do now that your husband is baptized. The Lord is gathering your family together to walk closely in fellowship with him. And in doing so, there's going to be multiple streams flowing through this family. The multiple streams are multiple businesses. So, I believe you're in daycare, right? You're in daycare. Okay, I kind of knew that. But how many daycares do you have? One? Okay, but you're thinking about opening up a second one. multiple getting a building and multiple right okay that's what I saw I saw you discussing this with your husband and I saw you opening up a second one but not yeah come on give God a praise but I don't see it to be too long till the third one opens up the instructions here is to train up a team to run your business to manage your business okay because you won't be able to do it all by yourself you're probably that kind of person okay where you have to do it all by yourself if something has to be done i have to do it myself that's what i hear okay so you have to train you know the bible says iron sharpens iron so you have to train someone to to be like you to run a business to manage the business so that they could you can be freed for ministry to go around okay so you can't be tied down because multiple businesses what's going to happen it's causing a lot of stress okay but this is where you need to walk close fellowship with the Lord okay it's that the businesses are secondary okay God is always primary okay but God has seen your heart and seen your troubles and your sacrifices and 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 I see like for the sacrifices are going to be re rewarded rewarded as I see like I told you multiple businesses are going to open up so I want you to pray for that I want you to uh, look out for that and you know like you have to give God the glory and, and, and I hear the word this. This is what I hear. When people say, how did you do it? How did you? Because people are going to ask you. Because there are some businesses that are failing. But I'm seeing you thriving, not surviving. Okay? And yeah. And I see you giving the answer. By grace. By grace. Because that's the grace on your life. Okay? As uh, the man of God was prophesying, I heard, I saw a vision actually of a sunflower. Does the sunflower mean anything to you? And as I looked, the sunflower was raised, 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 raised. It became this tall. The length of the stem started growing. And the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to elevate the sunflower. I'm going to elevate Take, a, take five steps forward, please. Come. Both, all the three, come. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm going to elevate the sunflower. And then as I was waiting on the Lord, I heard sunflower valley. 
So I called Justin. I said, can you Google where Sunflower Valley is? And as he was Googling, I heard the Holy Spirit said, California. Yeah. She's happy. I don't know, he's also happy. And then Justin told me that apparently there is a Sunflower Valley in California. And uh, where did you say it was? Kings? Kings County. Uh, anyways, get ready. God is going to give you the grace to… And as Pastor Kala was saying, I saw accounting, uh, calculator and you're typing stuff. So there is going to be business. There is going to be a certain business that is going to lead you towards California. But I heard the Holy Spirit say, at the same time, I want her to contend that God will give you the grace to be a seer. In fact, this fasting that has been happening for you, this fasting, there has been a contention in the realm of the spirit for, Lord, I want to see better. I want to prophesy better. That prayer God has heard. And in fact, from the last three minutes, the mantle that is on me has shifted. And the grace that I am standing right now is a grace to impart something. And it's flowing through my whole body. It's almost like a cry in your spirit. Lord, no matter what you give me, I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss this. And the Holy Spirit said, you will not miss my presence. I, you are a beloved of the Lord. And, 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 and I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, with you, I will give you your family to serve me. There is a unique grace upon both your children and we need to contend for your husband just as the man of God prophesied. We need to contend for your husband. We need to contend for your husband. He is of great support to you. He loves you but he, it's almost like he's just, just one line outside the court looking in. He's like, you know, I support all what you do I'm, but, but I'm, I'm standing outside and I'm looking in. No, 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 no. He will not stand outside and look in. He will come in. And I am seeing the grace that is on you is flowing through her. So in, in the days to come, you are going to see dreams. You are going to see visions. Pastor Marco, you, you need to start helping them a little more. Oh wow, praise God. He, he's just confirming that she started seeing dreams. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what the Lord wants to release with this laying of hands, but this is going to shift you. It's promotion night for you tonight. Stand up. Stand up. Can you bring me the oil, please? I just felt an angel touch my head and I feel the Lord telling me to do the same for you. And starting from tonight, there is a new stream that will flow.
Priyantana. That's just for her, so it's not for you. Father, do it, my God. Kabasaka, do it, my God. Jesus, mighty name. Same grace. Same grace. Can I pray for you? You ready? Lord, catch him too, God, in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, his whole body is under this power of God. Use him too. I see you blowing a trumpet. You shall too have a part in this ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let the power of God flow through his whole body in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let him also rise up as a mighty man of God. Let him also hear the word of God. What a family, what a family. And it's you, we adore. Let's worship him now, come on.
hallelujah. Somebody shout a hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're not tired, shout a hallelujah. Listen, people of God. I was just, just, just sensing in the spirit and I said, God, there's too much anointing in my hands and uh, we are finishing the service and I don't know why you release all this anointing uh, at this hour. And then the Lord said, release it before you close. So I want to release it online. Those that are watching, if you want to receive it, by faith, leave a comment and say, Lord, I receive it. Lord, I receive it. Comment, 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 comment by faith all over this place. I'm praying that from tonight, your visions will multiply. I pray that the grace and the wisdom to interpret even the most random vision, may that be given to you according to your commitment to the grace flowing in this house according to your faith of what God is doing in this house let it be yours God is touching your eyes. He's opening it up. Visions are going to come. Visions are going to come. Mamma <laughs> Put both your hands on your eyes. watching at home the Lord is touching your eyes right now I see angels dropping so many things
receive, receive. that Pastor Carlos saw that God was God was touching their eyes and he was putting an oil on people tonight and that is prophetically happening right now in the mighty name of Jesus wherever you are watching from by faith the Holy Spirit is touching you and you are moving deeper into this prophetic river from tonight church I said from tonight you are moving deeper into the prophetic river all the children receive it by shouting an Amen, Amen, Amen all the children come quickly to the front and kneel down here come quickly all the children that want this property grace come run quickly and kneel down here from tonight you're going to see visions come 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 kneel 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 you are you are you are you are let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Oh, you are. Come on, worship him. Oh, Namaste. Receive, 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 receive. In the mighty name of Jesus. to talk to Jesus said daddy Jesus you are my best friend all the children let me hear your voice one more time daddy Jesus I can't hear you louder no 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 you should be louder one more time 
all the children louder daddy jesus you are my best friend i love you lord you use my pastor from the age of 7 use me too from tonight i believe your anointing is touching me tonight i believe your anointing is touching my eyes the same grace that you gave him to see visions i receive that grace let my visions multiply let my prophetic multiply and give me the grace to interpret give me the grace to walk with you give me the grace to love you i want you to be my best friend holy spirit help me even when i go to sleep i want to see dreams i want to see your face i want to hear your voice jesus shout jesus i love you touch me now touch me tonight shout jesus i love you so much thank you thank you thank you give me a vision now
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one of them saw visions tonight. Come on, celebrate. You are so sad clapping like that. Come on, you can do better. Let's celebrate our children. Okay. Now, close your eyes. Now, look at me one more time. Now I'm going to pray. You get your second vision. Are you ready? Close your eyes and tell me what Jesus is showing you, okay? Close your eyes. vision the second time now if you saw something new lift your hand up new lift your hand up let's count 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 come on let's celebrate that come on that's good now listen to me i need you to go home and before you go to sleep i need you to close your eyes tonight Dear Jesus, show me a vision for daddy and mommy. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Okay? Before you go to bed, before you sleep, you go on your knees. Even those who are watching at home tonight, believe it is done. Parents encourage your children through this. and say god show me a vision of what is happening in my house and whatever you see you tell your parents yes no yes okay moses okay all right all right whatever jesus shows you you have to tell your parents okay father i bless the children of this house i bless my young people of this house let the grace gifts wishes prophecies multiply as i learn to stay in order in the grace let the grace of god multiply on their life we thank you we thank you for this beautiful prophetic evening we thank you for the nearness of god in our church thank you because in our church god is not just an idea it is an experience how many of you agree with that Celebrate 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 